0: if you don't read the newspaper you're uninformed if you do read it you're
1: misinformed Hmm. Mm, that's a great question (laughs) what is the long-term effect of too much information
2: Hello and welcome back to the Wine Jar Cynics podcast. I'm Dio. I'm Gene. Happy Thumbs. I'm Mac and I was just censored. (laughs) how did it feel? Oh my god, you're a censor. You became the man. You became the thing you hate most of all. (laughs) Yes. My goodness.
1: This is what it feels like to have power.
2: Oh my god. You're just lusting for it now. I no longer blame the liberals. <laughs> and by
1: the way, speaking of that, In um, turncoat. we have a more wa- watch for those people who like the watchdog series we're doing. We're going to have two new ones this uh, this week. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, today's topic is um, bad advice. Not, not really bad advice, but I think the advice doesn't have good context.
2: I like the term calls of wisdom, but it's a good missing context. I think, I advice think it's missing context, Like, but col- it doesn't sound as good.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like a kind of call of wisdom, essentially. Um, like the most common advice I've ever heard was follow your passion. And I know that always pisses you <laughs> off, Dio, of all people when I, when you hear that.
2: It's just missing context. Okay.
1: But like, <laughs> let's talk about it. Why is that bad advice? Uh, and you know,
2: I, the- I touched on it before it's because a lot of things that people are passionate about. You can't always...
1: Profit from it.
2: Profit from and chasing something that eventually... Maybe you don't... It's passionate about you don't... There's a lot of variables. And when I mean... Maybe you don't actually have the skill.
1: And when I mean profit, like you can't also... I mean, what I mean by profit is not like sustaining yourself. Because let's be honest. we ha- Everybody has to sustain themselves. Uh, sustain yes. themselves. Including us. Because
2: that saying, follow your passion, usually goes along with like career advice. Mm-hmm. And some passions... Are just not careers. They're more so just based on a variety of different factors. End up being more of a suitable hobby for you. There's a history. lot of
1: a lot of dimensions there's, to it. There's
2: devil's advocate
0: side to this here. I mean, especially given the the age we live in with the internet and the um, mm-hmm. and the uh, just just the way to reach people from all over
2: the world. There's a market for just about anything. <clears throat> I agree, but y- you. But well, your pa- your passion could be playing basketball, well, and then, then you have to sort NBA. of <laughs> yeah. Duh. Then you then you sort of have <laughs> if you don't have the physical traits to, you just don't have it to compete in the NBA. You right, might have to you adjust could, your passion well, to you.
0: You could be you could work in like ESPN, or you could work in like like out off the court, yeah. But still be involved in that. or you could coach coach so kids. So it, you know,
2: it ends up always being passion adjacent because you love to play, but yeah it can't, it can't be well it can't you, be that.
0: You, you need to be the, the missing context is you need to be realistic about
1: it yeah because there's a lot of factors you know what, what is your state in life right now like what, are you in school? do you have time? do you have the actual gen, gen genetic capacity do you have the um psychological or mental fortitude needed for it? I mean, it just depends on the person i think not everybody is fit out to uh, follow their passions, and I think you talked about this in the diner um mac
0: yeah it's it's um, like some
1: people they end up becoming janitors because it's not because it's not because they can't do what they want to do it's because they don't have the uh they they haven't put in the effort or the will but Mm -hmm. anybody can overcome their genetic um, it's it's it's, kind of like that it's
0: kind of difficult well because we were talking about people who who have um, your genetics. We were talking about that the other day too, and 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 you are predisposed to certain things, but there's no doubt that hard work, like your genetics, are not set in stone. And that, I mean, they are; they're set pretty hardcore. But how you live your life based on them is not set in stone. And you can definitely overcome your genetics. You can definitely overcome natural talent or lack of natural talent if your passion is strong enough. I do believe, and this is. I'm not. I won't speak for Dio on this one, but I, I do believe that your passions—you can go very far on them, but you you can't just follow them. Like the hard, the, the less naturally inclined towards something that you are, you have to make up for it with that much more hard work. And so your passion for it needs to be even stronger. So I mean, if you're if you're five five, the odds are you're not going to play in the NBA.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even, but, yeah, But
0: you you could. It's possible. I'm not there, saying there, has it's cases. there have been yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But are
1: very small.
0: You have to find. You have to work even harder because guys that are six nine, they don't have to jump that high to slam dunk. If you're five five, you have to jump quite high to slam
1: that's dunk. Pretty, yeah, pretty damn high. You,
0: you know what I mean? Your ball, and you have to make up for it in other ways. You have to be more agile. Your ball handling skills have to be better. It is possible. But it is unlikely. And for you to reach that goal, you have to struggle extremely hard. I have a really good example of this, right? <clears throat> Speaking of sports, uh, growing up in high school, uh, we had a group of buddies. We played football. And all of us were pretty big, pretty gifted. And, and any one of us could have played for the league because we we are at that size, right? We're at the size that we could have been competitive in the league had we followed it. For myself personally, I just genuinely wasn't passionate about playing american football right we had a buddy this guy was the smallest of all of us he was kind of the runt i mean he wasn't a tiny dude but compared to us he was a tiny dude when he got to college he started at a jc down in california and he worked well he started in high school really he just worked his ass off because he had a passion for football worked his ass off went to a jc worked his ass off got put up into an actual college. It wasn't a D1, it was a I want to say D2. Worked his ass off and he didn't make the leak. <laughs> obviously, but he put so much into it and he put so much into learning everything he could about the game and to learning everything he could about physical fitness. He was almost immediately picked up for a coaching position at a at a college and he started with the smaller ones and he worked his way up and now he is coaching for uh, is it, it's either a D2 or a D1, a smaller D1 uh, program that he, he's coaching for. And he's, he has been involved in football. He has been passionate about football since we were in high school. So that's a good example of even with everything he put into it, and I'm saying he did laps around the rest of us who were naturally gifted, he still couldn't make that dream of playing in the league. But at a certain point, he realized he wasn't going to. And so he adjusted his path. He kept his passion for football, but he adjusted what his specific dream in it would be.
1: It kind of reminds me of that quote. It, it is a little bit cliche, but um, shoot for the stars or something. And in case you fail, you kind of fall. On- no, shoot yeah. for the moon. And See, if you-
0: I, that one always fucks me up. Cause
1: I've heard it both ways. Yeah, yeah like, I've heard it both ways. It, it
0: makes sense to me aim for the moon. Cause it's smaller and then you'll land in the stars. But I've heard more shoot for the stars. Cause then you land on the moon. If you don't Well,
1: technically it. stars are farther away. Yeah, stars are millions so. of farther uh, there, yeah. But man, you're talking about the astrophysics, you be pretty
0: fucking accurate to hit the moon. It's kind of small compared to the rest of the stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eat well, one of those. We don't, well, anyway, we exactly, you know that specific you know,
1: one. But whatever. You know, it's the whole point of that quote is even let's say you're aiming for something and you don't and you miss it, but you land slightly lower and something else. You know what I mean?
0: Well, it's 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 don't restrict your dream. Don't restrict your initial dream. Aim as high as you can, because yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you aim so high, the highest, and you fall short of that, falling short may still be higher than most other people who aimed a lot lower. Like if you aim lower, you're not going to accidentally get higher. That um, that will almost yes, never. Yes, exactly. Happen. Almost never.
1: Happen. And like uh, Dio was saying, uh, you can find something that is adjacent. Adjacent. And I think also when you follow your passion, I mean, maybe you should be follow your passions, right? Because you know, also being realistic, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. If that doesn't work out, you know, you, there's other things that you could still work on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's that's my two cents. But I am also gonna look for look at it from a cynic's point of view, because um, some people also talk about this, the unrealistic aspect that there are certain things that maybe you have to sacrifice. And like, let's say, for example, um, I don't know, something that requires a lot of time and effort, even money, like investing. And if you fail, you know, that is, you're going to be in a, in a really uh, bad place. You're going to be in debt. You're going to be uh, miserable. You know, you might even be depressed. And so.
0: But there's, you know, there's there is something to be said about the. Uh,
1: so it depends, like, what your, what your passion is and what. Well,
0: I mean, you, you hear a lot of stories about. You know the the great ones, right? And how they have all these stories of how they failed, and how they bankrupted, and how they picked it back up, and they they were able to recover from that. Some of them failed many many times. Mm -hmm. Was it Ford? I want to say Ford was one of them that they talk about who who went bankrupt a couple times. Um, What's his name? Edison had a number of failed experiments before he he hit his you know his big ones um, before he stole them from Tesla. (laughs)
1: yeah exactly no
0: but but there's there's a lot of stories the story of like the miner right who he has a plot and he's fucking digging he's digging he's digging for for the gold and he's been digging for fucking years and he there's no gold so he quits and then he gives it to somebody else he just gives the deed away and somebody goes and digs for a day and he was only a foot away from it he was only a foot away from reaching the
1: goal. Oh, I've seen those pics online too. Yeah. Well, there's
0: pic, but it's it, it, comes from a, a story? Yeah. Is that a real story? An, they come from an older story. Yeah. It's, I don't know that's how real it is, but it's a.
1: It's a. It's a way of um. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, conceptualizing it. Yeah, and it, like it, it a, may be real. I an mean, allegory.
0: There, there are things like that that happen in the world.
1: Like potentially, it could happen. I mean, it's not like common, but anyway, um, yeah, like there is sacrifice, and I think people don't. They have to see that aspect too when they're following their dreams that it's going to be sacrifice, and
0: that's that's where I think it's missing the most context. Fa- follow your passions sounds easy, that sounds like the way to go. But generally speaking, if you follow your passions, and your pa- and you don't have an and you don't have a natural gift, and your passions may be a bit weird or whatever, it's going to be tough for you. It's going to be a lot harder than just conforming and getting a nine to five. You know. Um, but it, it's where you weigh those differences. Is it worth it to suffer for maybe your entire life to follow your passions or is it worth it to just kind of conform and, and settle into a routine? It's what you prioritize.
1: Yeah. There's, there's just a lot of um, context we're missing. Cause when, yeah, I mean, I think not everyone also has like the, um, like we said, the will to follow their passion. It's kind of like that mm-hmm. quote. Um, I don't know if it's from Salvador Dali, but it's like intelligence without, ambition is like a bird without wings like you could be very very talented there's and then there's it's the it's the opposite you could be somebody who instead of being the person who has a lot of passion but not the skills you could be somebody who has a lot of skills but no passion like you could be extremely intelligent kind of like the the guy from goodwill hunting will yep and he's uh, if if anybody did, if, if you don't know what the, the movie is about it's called uh, Goodwill Hunting and it has Robin Williams it's Great about movie. a Great it's movie. about a kid who is extremely talented in mathematics he's a genius and he's a, a janitor at uh, MIT and is it MIT yeah it's MIT or, or, or Harvard I think it's Harvard. It, it's an Ivy League though I yeah. know it's a it's one of the best schools in the world and he he solves a math equation that these mathematicians have been trying to solve for a long time. And he just does it in like one, I don't know, a few seconds. It's kind of, I obviously it's unrealistic in that aspect, but I mean, no, there could be a genius like that. Cause there's a, an Indian guy who he had no formal education. He was, he became a skilled mathematician at a uh, Cambridge or Oxford. Yeah. It's a very interesting True story. story. Yeah. So actually I think that uh, inspired it, but anyway, he solves the equation and then, the teacher is trying to find him because obviously they're wondering who the hell just solved this equation. We've been trying to solve it for a long time. So they end up finding it. Uh, the kid and it's Will. Will is a janitor. He's a punk. He's really poor. And he has no ambition but all the talent. And so the teacher... Um, t- I think what ends up happening is he puts him in a position where he either... You know, does mathematics, or he gets put on like probation, or goes to jail or something? Because of I don't know why. I don't know what the plot was. the 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 thing that propelled the story. He, you got, know?
0: In a, he got in a fight and he got billed out by the professor. Oh yeah, yeah. He got in a fight. And yeah, part, yeah. Part of him being released and not having to jail time was this professor vouched for him, so he was going to work with him at once a week and go to therapy once a week.
1: But he didn't want to do that because he he was just a, a rough man. He just didn't he didn't feel like doing it, and he. They end up getting a a uh, psychiatrist, a brilliant psychiatrist, to help him overcome whatever the the wall of shit he, he's putting up. So he, you know, the wall of shit. What I mean by that is the um, the thing that's blocking him from trying to achieve his potential. Because a lot of people do that. They put a wall, right? And they say, well, uh, they make an excuse, not an effort. Well, I can't do this because of that. I can't do this because of a. a my family, I can't do this because of my height. You know what I mean? People find something, uh, an uh, excuse for them to not put an effort into something, you know? Because I think a lot of it is psychological and it's insecurity too and mm-hmm. we, we confidence won't, problems. We, we
0: won't spoil the movie for anyone that hasn't watched it, but you definitely should check it out. And this is an example of the opposite problem. Going going back to this coal of wisdom, um, this is the opposite problem than almost all of you going to encounter and this isn't a criticism this is just facts yeah, yeah observations you pr- most likely if you're listening to this i not, personally not be- know somebody not because yeah. you're listening
1: to this but <laughs> no 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 because i personally but, know somebody that's why i bring it up too it, no sh- yeah, yeah
0: yeah but but generally speaking most people aren't going to have such an abundance of talent that they because of fear and lack of ambition are holding themselves back it'll be the opposite it'll be you have a ton of ambition and a ton of desire, but you're going to be lacking in talent. You're probably not going to be a mathematical genius. Um, and that's okay. It's just what is important to you. We're not the, the problem with this particular call. just to wrap this one up before we move on to the next one is don't, we're not saying don't follow your passions. We're saying you need to make sure you're willing to endure the hardships that potentially will come from following your passion.
1: And I think you need to understand yourself clearly, who you are, what you can do and what you want to do. Definitely. What are your principles? You know, there's just so many factors. That's why following your passion is um it's a uh, it's missing something. I don't know how I would rewrite the quote. You know, maybe but then again, it's probably short on purpose so to to be an affirmation, how would you rewrite the quote to for it to make more sense in this con context?
0: Mm I would say follow your passions if you are willing. If you are passionate en- enough about something to risk losing everything, then follow it.
1: Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah, something like that. Okay, let's move on to the second uh, call of wisdom, just because I always hear this one as well. It is, um, what was it? I I almost forgot it already. Um be yourself so when people say be yourself i think okay obviously i think you shouldn't be a fake person you should be yourself because when you present yourself to the world you want it it's better if you are truthful to to people and show who you really are instead of kind of uh, hiding behind a facade and a mask you know waiting to be you know appeal to somebody for whatever um, reason, you know, cause some people will also see through it as well. Some people will know if you're trying to be, you know, fake and to, to get in order to gain something. Oftentimes if you're just more direct and and direct, but maybe graceful, it works out better. And what I mean by this quote, you know, uh, be yourself. I'm like, yeah, be yourself, but you should be yourself in a certain con in a, I think you should be, the the quote really should be, be yourself, but also be a better version of yourself. Like don't, you know, give away what makes you special, but also find a way to take the good aspects of who you are and make it even, even better. That's what I mean by, um, don't be yourself, be a better version of yourself. Do you have any, um uh um Sorry. opinions on that what what was the uh, call uh the call was don't be yourself i mean i mean the call is be yourself
0: okay <clears throat> so here's here's my take on that one be yourself we hear it a lot it's cliche in in movies and something uh where for example somebody's trying to fit into the the in crowd somebody's trying to win the affection of uh you know a boy or a girl somebody's trying to Somebody's trying to put on a farce for the for the goal of to gain something, right? Yeah, and I was talking about that too <clears throat> while you were taking your break. So I think personally, um, the the missing the missing context of this is, um, it it, it it's it's kind of weighed a certain way. So so what they're trying to say is, don't pretend to be somebody that you're not to pursue a certain lifestyle because ultimately you will be unhappy. That is how I would rewrite this one. Because when they say, uh, when they just say, be yourself, yourself could be, could really be a shitty person. Like, you, yeah, you, you can uh, really exactly. suck.
1: And I, I think I notice a lot of, uh, certain people who say this is like, you got to accept me for who I am. It's like, well, well, here's, not necessarily. Here's and and yeah. here's,
0: here's where I actually find some truth to it. So it's okay. like half
1: and half. Like, yes, it depends. L-
0: look at look at in the cliche, right? So yeah. the cliche is, let's say there's a nerdy dude in high school and he's trying to win the affection of the cheerleader. This sounds like you know a '90s movie <laughs> where, where yeah. they someone would have uttered this. The moral is be yourself, right? The whole point of it is you're faking to be something you're not, and then you're ultimately you'll get it. But you'll be unhappy with it because that's what always
1: yeah, happens. Yeah, it sounds like them. Not, yeah, nineties movies.
0: Yeah, the the guy he's he finally gets in with the the in crowd and he's kind of lifted up and he's got the super hot cheerleader girl. But you know she's super vapid and she's not. You know she doesn't have any
1: depth and, and sha- even, she's just a shallow. She's person. shallow.
0: His his new friends in the in the in group they're they're super douchey. You know they're dickheads. They're not good people. And the the point is. Not, not, to. First off, this is stupid because it's assuming everybody who's a nerd is just inherently good. This is dumb. But follow, following what the message is, is yeah, if you have to lie to yourself and other people to, to, to be accepted by a group of people, you're probably trying too hard. And that nerdy guy in the movie would probably be happier with other nerdy people also in the school. You know what I mean? So in that regard, you shouldn't be chasing clout. You shouldn't be changing yourself for the approval of other people. And I do think that that's true. However, sometimes you do need to fucking improve yourself. Like, let's say that nerdy guy is a little closer to reality here in 2020. And it's some incel kid who doesn't fucking shower and treats women like shit and blames them for the fact that he can't get laid and he's unhappy.
1: And we talked about incels. We, There's an incel post. We've You should go check it out. Yes, we were, We were uh, Did we post that one or was that? We did post it. Okay, yeah, shocking read, inso read post incel post from stuff.
0: 4chan. Yep. That was really funny. But my point is is like we, we can we can objectively say that this kid, this nerdy incel type kid, he is making really poor decisions in his life. He should not be himself.
1: Yeah, cuz exactly. And that and that aspect it just depends. Everything, and that's an, another episode we should uh, talk about. Um, nothing is black and white, just different shades of gray, mm-hmm. depending on the context and the circumstances and so many dimensions and variables. Um, I can't say whether or not you should change, or but if you're literally somebody who might... I mean, some of these, some of these incels actually go... Um, Go all out. Loud. They get, they become extreme and radicalized, and oh, I mean, absolutely. yeah, they will the, go out the and hurt, they, they will, hurt, hurt people. people yeah. yeah. So if you're one of those people, yeah, don't be yourself. Because no, no, but, that, but the, that is
0: the point. Isn't isn't you shouldn't improve? The the like I said, the way to improve the the pearl the the coal here is to don't don't chase the approval of other people. Don't lie to yourself and change yourself to seek the approval of people that honestly you probably don't want to hang around anyway. And I'm not saying, you know, the jock and the cheerleader and all the, the popular kids, they're the bad ones. No, you just probably don't have anything in common. Yeah. And if you don't have anything in common, then don't do it. And that's that's where this this coal becomes a pearl is, yeah.
1: To somebody, or, a di- or a diamond, actually, right? Yeah,
0: don't. In that regard, yeah, be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Be true to what you actually want and your interests and find people that share those interests and find people that you know you like doing the same things with but don't don't lie to be there but other than that yeah i mean self examine constantly we are we are advocating cynicism here we're advocating the you know the the greek ideal of the good life constantly self evaluate
1: yeah uh, and that is an unexamined life is not worth living an examined life is worth living
0: constantly refine yourself constantly be don't get stuck in introspection but you should do regular reflections on yourself and find where you can re- improve
1: Exactly. This is what more of an active philosophy. There, there's a lot of passive philosophies where they teach you about, you know, metaphysical stuff that's nice to learn about, but mm-hmm. there is some real world ideas that you should consider. And, you know, that's the thing about philosophy. It's so big. There's a lot of good ideas, but, but they're at the end of the day, what matters is what you actually are doing, the physical exertion. And that's something that cynicism also teaches, um, to find struggle and overcome it. forgot what the Greek term is, but, and it comes from Socrates that you have to find a challenge yeah. and overcome it. And
0: well, the ch- I, I I was listening to um, I was listening to Ben Shapiro on the Joe Rogan show. Um, um, I forget which appearance it was. It was a while ago, but um, there was there was a good dialogue they had where it was kind of um, they were talking about struggles in life, and really life is. I mean, the struggles are what make life. They're what make life worth living. If if stuff is too easy, uh, you're it, it's it's kind of pointless. It kind of gets boring, you know. I remember when I was a kid, um, grew up in a Christian household, and this was one of my as a child. This was one of my beefs with heaven. I was like, man, it, I mean, it sounds really boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, you
1: actually thought of that. About I, I that? really did. I wow. was
0: I was uh, how old was I? Ten. 10 or 11. And I started like really take, Oh heaven, everything's wonderful. And you get everything you want and you'll never die. And I'm like, God, that's a long time of nothing happening.
1: Yeah. And it's funny because it makes sense why stoicism is the way it is. And also cynicism, because, you know, cynic- so stoicism comes from cynicism. They have the same core idea, which is, um, that life has pain and, and hardships mm-hmm. and that you should train physically and, Physically, and then master yourself so you can overcome it and and achieve eudaimonia. That's the whole point of it, really. The two yeah. philosophies. That came at a time when there was no con- con- conception of a mon. Not, yeah, I think there was Zoroastrianism at the time, but it wasn't something.
0: It wasn't really in the West. It
1: wasn't really in the West. So yeah. this is why it's interesting to me because the fact that Christianity doesn't exist, I, it's very. I,
0: oh, no, there was Judaism at the time. There was? And you're talking like. Uh, I'm
1: talking about like the 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 inception of like cynicism, like back in the day Socrates time. You, what year was it? That was like 200 BC. Yeah,
0: there was there was Judaism.
1: Yeah, there was. Oh yeah, Judaism. There was Judaism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was monotheism, but it wasn't popular. I don't I don't think they knew about I mean, it. it was yeah, confined to Jude. It was today. yeah exactly. So <laughs> uh, for uh, for um historic. What well, what I'm trying to say is that it was the whole concept of God and heaven was not. It did not exist. Well, and he, we talked about this and in our Judaism one
0: is the concept of heaven in, in the Jewish uh, theology is very different from the Christian concept of heaven.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. So that's why I don't know, I just thought that was interesting. For, I'm just throwing it out there. So you guys know that this is probably why I guess it's more it's, it reflects the, the reality at the time without um, Christianity and why it is the way it is.
0: But yeah, and to bring it back, that's why this being an active philosophy, a personal philosophy of improvement, and living a you know a simple, humble but but I'd say ferocious life really. Uh, that's where this applies to this call of wisdom is don't be yourself in that don't be content to just being yourself.
1: Be a better version of yourself. Yeah,
0: always seek for improvement.
1: What, what's the next uh, call we got? Um, I think that's it for now. I only have two for now.
0: Okay. This seems like a pretty good series uh, if you guys like these. If you have recommendations of some just bad advice, some coals of wisdom that we can want, make into a cynics, pearl. Yeah. You want the cynics to, to, to refine. Be, yeah, to be cynic cynical about it. To, to clean up and refine and make better. Uh, go ahead and uh, reach out to us on all social medias at the Wine Jar Cynics um, and we will be happy to post that talk about it uh if not i'm sure we'll come up with some more and uh well this will be kind of an ongoing series
1: also yeah hopefully you guys write a review on apple Podcasts. i haven't seen any reviews oh yet.
0: yeah anyone who's listening we would really appreciate if you left an apple podcast review because that is
1: uh yeah tell us what you don't like tell us what yeah actually tell us what we don't like it can help us, we, it yeah. can
0: help us a lot if we get some feedback
1: like maybe you know we're i don't know we could do better transitions whatever you know we got you know that's the whole point we're cynics if,
0: if you want some uh anime titties on the thumbnails just let us know exactly we know what you're into parabellum uh yeah parabellum